0: to Engage Your Tribe, a podcast about the art and science of audience engagement. I'm Jeremy Scheer, founder and CEO of Tribal Knowledge Podcasting, and my guest is Grant Ray, VP of Marketing at Group 14 Technologies, a battery materials company. Grant, it is great to have you on. Well, thanks for having me. So tell us a bit about the company, about Group 14 Technologies. Well, Group
1: 14 is a battery materials company, and we started in 2015. And uh, what we're doing is a so it's a new kind of material that goes into the rechargeable lithium-ion batteries that you know, we use for our, our cars, for our EVs, for our, you know, even our smartwatches and our earpods, and it's uh, really about you know, just kind of radically reshaping the way we think about density and being able to deliver more at a, at a better cost for kind of what we're seeing right now.
0: Okay. So like excellent. Very interesting. If be in your
1: garage, you know, for you know, even the like the, the the electric buses that you know for your take your kids to school, it can run across the entire gamut of everything.
0: And I'm sure with the advent of electric cars, with all the new ones coming on the market, especially, I know battery technology is a really big deal these days. That's
1: right, especially when we think about the the most important component for cost being the, the battery pack. And, and how that's really kind of the, one of the last great challenges for, you know, bringing EVs into cost parity with the traditional vehicles with internal combustion. So the, the focus is really on, like, how do we bring down the, the, the cost of the battery pack to make it more affordable so that it really is able to take on mass adoption? And that's definitely the challenge that group working is taking
0: on. So now who's your audience? Who are you marketing to?
1: I would say that we are marketing primarily to, it's going to be manufacturers. So whether it's the EV manufacturers or the consumer electronics companies that are making all of the products that we use with rechargeable batteries. But, you know, while we sell directly to the the battery manufacturers that supply, really we're about engaging those manufacturers.
0: Okay. And what would you say are some of your biggest challenges in terms of engaging with those folks
1: the The, the challenges when you're at a, at a startup for a truly new technology tends to be a little bit different than the normal kind of uh, consumer product and that's that you know first you need to be able to define this new technology in terms that really matter with your team and then you know how that you know how that can make sense to your customers in terms of like what it means to them for, you know, how they treat it as helping them serve their customers as well. And then ultimately, you know, thinking about how we talk about it from a kind of like general understanding to to the mass markets. And it gets a little bit tricky with that because you're talking about something that really has never been around before. So it, it happens in a couple of different ways. And it's by really thinking mm-hmm. about how you deal with it at that very kind of fundamental level with the team and it starts to kind of grow out of that in terms of how you shape the the message to, to be able to really work with your customers and to help them solve the challenges that they need in order to really serve their customers' demands better.
0: Okay. So let's talk about that, about shaping that message, telling that story. How do you do that?
1: Well, I've worked in a lot of early stage startups throughout my career and focusing a lot on how we bring new products and new technologies to market. And what I find is that the, the ways to really approach that is through just simple, honest conversations in terms of what it means not only to you as a, as a company, as a team, in terms of what the technology does for, for your customers and for the people out there that have a need for what you're doing, but then also being able to translate what that means to, you know, I would say the different customers that you have when they come to the table. Because sometimes you're addressing pain points that they, that they know about, and in many ways you're also addressing pain points that they're not really articulating quite right themselves because it just they haven't really thought about it in, in the way that you what you do is able to address. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah, I think so. So in other words, a lot of education that, that has to go on there.
1: There is. And it's the, the education piece that becomes, you know, both the most rewarding, but also the trickiest because it has to yeah. happen in a way that is conversational. And that's really important because if you stick too close to the, the language that you're comfortable with, you find that in a lot of ways you're actually a bit on an island of, uh, in, yeah. in, in the way that you communicate about the thing that you do it doesn't really translate in a lot of ways. So it's through that conversational ability to talk about your product or talk about your service or talk about the ways that you're helping address your customers' needs that is the most rewarding, but also it's the longest road to, to go down to get right. And ultimately, yeah, that's I, how I they really that, understand right. what a new technology does and can do. Otherwise, they're going to think of it as an apples to apples, and it's almost as if you have to explain you know, what a banana is compared to an apple and why it's better in some cases when they've never seen one.
0: Yeah, you know, I, I get that. And I mean, you've, you've used the word conversation a couple of times, which I, which is really interesting. And because to me, what that means, a conversation is it's a two-way engagement. It's not just you talking at somebody. It's a give and take, right? It's kind of a meeting of the minds. And a really good conversation involves just as much careful listening as it does talking. Would you agree? I fully agree
1: with that. I think that the, the, the best part of the conversation is when you're able to be, you know, more in the listening position than you are in the, in the speaking position. So how much you're able to really hear and understand and, and digest the, the concerns and needs of, of a customer is just as important as what you're telling them in terms of how you're going to be able to help solve those needs.
0: So how do you go about having those conversations with your prospects and decision makers?
1: Well, a lot of it is through a really kind of easy way of asking, you know, how can I help you? <laughs> and to really, you know, at mm-hmm. that point, sitting back and, and, and letting them kind of talk to you about some of the challenges they're having. And it's about taking on that kind of consultative approach of just, you know, you know treating it in terms of like really trying to tease out all the different, you know, issues and challenges are that they're having and then finding ways to help solve them with them instead of just solve them for them.
0: What kind of content do you concentrate on in terms of helping to educate your prospects and sparking those kind of conversations?
1: We generally take it from a very, I would say very kind of elegantly simple approach to framing complex processes and technologies because getting into the weeds as is, is never really a great place to be for a conversation for getting people to understand because if they can't have a quick and immediate understanding of what you're doing they're not really going to spend any more time with you because they don't have time to spend so what we really try to do is we look for that really basic simple approach to here is a Approach that we have, and here is a kind of way to think about it that that'll hopefully be something that you can really kind of understand in terms of what it does for you and what it can't, what it, what it can do for you, which may be an even kind of better way to frame that. So for us, you know, we work in the battery space, right, and we make a battery material, and for for our customers, um, you know, they want to have an understanding of you know what what kind of material is this? Is it scalable? Is it valuable for me? Can I use this and can I trust you? And so it's really about talking about what we're offering in a way that answers those, those kind of, those questions. And in some cases needs that they have in terms of really being able to have a partner that they can trust to really reliably deliver to, to their customers as well. So for, for us, for batteries, know, it has to be something that is easily scalable, easily usable, easily, you know, drop in ready for them in terms of what the processes already are. Because if you're a battery manufacturer, you've spent, you know, capital expenditures in the the millions to tens of millions easily on all of your, in some cases, hundreds of millions on your, your manufacturing. So you don't want to have somebody try to sell you a technology that causes you to have to reinvest in, in your manufacturing. You want something that's drop in ready. So you may have to make some you know reformulation to to how the, the materials and the battery go together a little bit, but you don't have to build new factories. You don't have to change out your lines. Everything kind of works mm-hmm. fluidly within what you've already got. So then you're also being able to quickly, you know, add you know value to what you're doing to your customers without really having to like go deep into A complete rethink of your process.
0: Are there particular channels that you find particularly useful in making those connections with decision makers, like a blog or webinars or or anything like that?
1: Well, I would say that that, there used to be a lot of really traditional channels about a year and a half ago, (laughs) and that's changed a little bit, right? So what would occasionally Mm. be you know, going to events, speaking at different things, and, mm. and being able to have that kind of face-to-face time on a, on these you know this kind of B2B industry, it's it's moved online. And so while while there are spaces for that for for events still, we've generally found that a lot of the 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 industry conversation is actually it's moving to to places like LinkedIn, frankly there's a lot that's happening there in terms of how people are checking to see what else is going on with the, the, the landscape. And, you know, they're also still watching conversations that are happening on, on Twitter. And then they're really uh, investing time in what's going on, you know, from a, from a media perspective through, through journalism. And that's really kind of where they're getting their, their understanding from and where they're starting to really kind of look at, you know, what a company is doing, what a space is doing, and if it's really going to be something that's valuable for them and and really work for what their needs are.
0: How much time would you say that you guys spend on developing thought leadership in the industry? Considerable.
1: And and I say that because I I don't try to think of it in terms of thought leadership from a being on on top of the, the, the food chain, but so much as... We're working on 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 technologies that we do firmly believe help, you know, make the world we live in better. And so for us, we really need to make sure that we're able to communicate what that what that value is so that we can help make sure that our customers understand it so that the the and not just our customers, but also the kind of you know greater audiences in general, whether that be media or readers, et cetera, to how we can help speed up the electrification of everything, because that's ultimately what we're really trying to do. And it's through you know, thought leadership positioning in terms of your messaging, which generally tends to be conversational, that we're able to, to get that across.
0: Okay. So again, going back to sort of conversation, I mean, it really sounds like you guys put a premium on having Real, honest, substantive conversations, even one on one conversations with your prospects, with decision makers. is that fair to say?
1: I think it's very fair to say that it's through relationships that we're able to really have deep understanding yeah. of our customers, through listening to what their needs are, and then to being able to you know from there work together with them to to you know deliver solutions to them that really help them.
0: makes total sense. So Grant, final thoughts, what would be your advice for folks in marketing in a similar position to yours? You have kind of cutting edge, a revolutionary technology that requires the kind of educational approach, the kind of conversational approach. What would be your, your advice to colleagues who want to get that going and are sort of starting more from the beginning?
1: I think the the really important thing when you're in these... Kind of transformative spaces especially at an early stage is to really work on your listening with your team and then really spending the time with them to help kind of you know define that not just not just the kind of like voice of the different team members is you know how they talk about technology but the voice of the company and you know how that that voice is going to be able to really shape what it is that you are able to to do for your customers. Because ultimately, one of the things that you're going to have to do is to to learn how to ask really good questions. And it's through also that voice that you're able to do that with your customers. And so as much as it is about being able to frame what your technology is, it's about being able to kind of, you know, really work through that, you know, deep listening practice to really hear you know, what the what the demand is and, and how you can help, you know, deliver on what those, those needs and challenges are.
0: Great advice. Well, Grant, thank you so much for your time and, and for a really interesting conversation. Thanks for
1: having me. It was really great. It's been a pleasure.
0: That's it for this episode of Engage Your Tribe.